It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. to All Things Music, presented by Liquid Sound Records. Here are your hosts, Ryan Katz and Ian Illyrian. What is up? Welcome to another new episode of All Things Music, presented by Liquid Sound Records. Ryan here, Ian here, same old shit, different day. How you doing? Uh, you know, same shit, different same day. Same shit, different day. <laughs> awesome. Um... This is episode two, or not episode two, but edition two of our music review series where I'd say twice, maybe three times a year tops, we will go ahead and uh, ask for just about anybody of any genre to submit their music and we'll critique it on here for you, uh, free of charge. Uh, and and let's. I'm going to be very clear from the get-go because I was, I, I think I said this in the first episode, but regardless... We're not gonna pull any punches, you know. We're not gonna be, we're not gonna say every song's amazing. Um, but when you submit your music to be reviewed, you have to expect that no matter who you are, mm-hmm. uh, whether you're just starting out or not, because that's the only way you're gonna grow your material uh, is by getting that constructive criticism. We're not gonna sit here and say, "Wow, this is like shit." Like we're not gonna <laughs> do that. That's just rude. But we're going to. I mean, I might. Well, no, I'm just kidding. I won't. <laughs> Um, but I, I'm, I'm certainly not going to do that. Ian's not going to do that. We're just going to, we're going to tell it like it is, of course, but we're going to do it in a professional manner and, and, and maybe even in a technical matter that will, you know, help you grow as an artist or a band or, or whoever you are. Um, so I want to be very clear off the bat. If, if, if we say things that are meant for you to in, improve upon, don't like take that the wrong way is that we don't like your music or whatever. We say it for the good of your product. It means we care. Exactly. <laughs> it means we care. Um, second thing I want to do before we even dive into this, and I always end up saving this for the end of every episode, and it's like the worst way to market our podcast. I'm just going to do it now, and I'm going to do it in the future at the beginning of all of our episodes. Please like us on Facebook, All Things Music Podcast. It's facebook.com slash All Things Music Podcast. Twitter, AT Music Podcast. Uh, we are on Spotify. We are on Apple Music. All you have to type in is All Things Music. If you just type in All Things Music Podcast, it doesn't show up, which is really weird. But if you type in All Things Music, it's the first thing that shows up. Mm-hmm. So just one of those weird algorithms, I guess. But uh, please subscribe uh, on whether it's Spotify or Apple. And we are also on all those third-party aggregate uh, podcast hosting sites, too. So you can find us just about anywhere. Subscribe. Like our page, uh, please rate us five stars. That helps us in, in, in search generations and, and helps with sponsorships and things of that nature. So if you could do that, simply takes 30 seconds. Uh, it really would help us a lot and keeps things moving here. So um, the other thing I had to mention that I want to mention, um, Danny Wimmer Presents, who is a proud partner of this podcast, um, has some new content out that I want to share with everybody who's listening uh, obviously right now we can't go to shows, so the best thing we can do is kind of these virtual, uh, at-home experiences, so to speak. So Danny Wimmer has launched a series called Offstage with DWP, 
Um, last week was their first posting, and all of this can be found, by the way, on Dam- dannywimmerpresents.com slash offstage. That's D-A-N-N-Y-W-I-M-M-E-R presents.com slash offstage. Or their YouTube page at Danny Wimmer Presents. Um, last week, they posted the entire uh, set uh, video from Metallica's performance in 2017, what was Rock on the Range at the time. Uh, so you could check out that whole thing. It's awesome. I was there to relive that. It's actually nice because that set, um, the, the the temperature dropped from 78 degrees to like 30 degrees in an hour that day. And they were t- took a long time to get on stage because it was so cold. And it it's nice to watch it from the warmth of my living room rather than freezing my ass off at I would I would I would freeze my ass off again at, at a stadium right now for sure because I miss live music that much but uh, it's a, it's a nice little thing. Anyways, they have more content up now. On Tuesday, they released an exclusive uh, Q and A with uh, Jacoby Shaddix of Papa Roach. Um, today, Thursday, June eighteenth. At 7 o'clock Eastern, they have uh, an acoustic performance and Q&A with uh, Hailstorm. That's Lizzie Hale and uh, Joe Hottinger. Uh, Saturday, June 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, they have Foo Fighters uh, select songs from their performance at Sonic Temple 2019, which was last year. Um, I'm going to check that out because, unfortunately, I had to miss that set. So I'm definitely going to check that out. Also, a Q&A with uh, Chris uh, Shiflett. And finally... Probably my favorite one they have posted so far is Sunday, June 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern. They have a Q&A and mixology course, meaning bartending course, with oh. Fletcher Drage, I think it's Drage, D-R-A-G-G-E, from Pennywise, the punk band Pennywise. So, <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so That's th- got to be wild. They got some pretty I, dope content. I wonder content. if Fago's going to be in that mixology <laughs> class at all. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, so that's... That's something to do. Obviously, it's summer. There's still things to do, but um, if you're missing music as much as Ian and I are, uh, you definitely want to tune into those kinds of things. So those are all my plugs. Thank you for waiting through all of them. Um, we're going to get started here. Ian, I figure last time it was so like, like just like really systematic in regards to like we had this template we're very and stuff. systematic people though. right That's i think this time we're gonna well we're gonna make it a little bit easier i and it's gonna be a little more off the cuff so we're gonna give letter grades like we did last time a b c d f overall though overall but we can use our own little methods to dissect things inside instead of having to follow like a rubric where we did last time yeah. it can be more just like okay what do i like i think you just give like? it an overall grade we're gonna right. we're really off the cuff in this case can't tell no it's okay that's the best <laughs> that's kind of the best content we're gonna give it an overall grade and then we're just gonna say some tidbits about um what each of us has to add because i think each of us are very uh technical in our different ways and right listen to music different ways you know right yeah. and so. to be completely transparent here we had hundreds of submissions I took, from time constraints, I took 15 tracks at complete random. So, if if your music, if you send us music and it hasn't been played this episode, again, keep in mind we do multiple editions of this and it will be saved. It's in my email for the next episode, uh, right queued up. I have everything in order. Um, so, just keep in mind, if your music's played or not played, we picked at complete random. Um, so... Roll the dice. Yes. And I'm going to do what we did last time. I'm just going to go alphabetically. Uh, So let's get to our first track here. This is a band called As Time Fades. And the song is called 
This isn't what I paid for. You want to take it? You want me to go? Uh, I'm going to give this an A. Okay. Honestly, like, um, it brings me back to my pop punk scene days, man, mm-hmm. a little bit. I kind of like it. And as a drummer, I really appreciate the drumming in this. The drumming is absolutely phenomenal, what they did with the um, volume automation. And they put some of the things in the background and stuff, so when it went to, like, the made parts... Um, it just made it seem a lot more prominent. I kind of use those techniques when I mix. Right. So I, I, just, I don't know. It was really good. It was really good all around. I think the sound quality is great. I don't know how big they are. I don't know anything about this band. Yeah. So actually, they when they emailed us, it was uh, uh, they heard the Mike Tata episode and they uh-huh. wanted us to review the music. I don't know if they knew about our first how edition is that or not. Not surprising. Right. <laughs> so no, but they. Uh, I, I'm in agreement. I'm going to say A, maybe A minus. Um, Personally, I'm not a huge pop punk guy myself. Um, however, you, from an objective standpoint, the recording quality is excellent. I love what they did with like the lo-fi breaks in between yeah. the choruses. Yeah. Um, drumming's great. Guitar's good. I really enjoy like that very end there where they're harmonizing multiple like vocal patterns. Yeah. Um, you, it's one of those things where you trick the listener into following one. And then you listen to it again and you follow the other one. So it makes it, it's a psychological thing where it makes the listener want to listen to that track multiple times. So whether they knew that or not, or that was just a fun little tool they used, it, it works. Is um, this a Cleveland band? It is, I believe. I believe. I, correct me if I'm wrong. If you're listening to this, guys, correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, yeah, I believe they're a, a Cleveland, Ohio band. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty. Definitely sounds like a cleveland band yeah which is good what does a cleveland band sound like you know like you ever been to those pop punk like local shows and stuff i have exactly the problem with those uh, that are though are like you know the live sound is always not like how you hear in a record of course and then most bands don't have record quality sounding this good i mean this is like a plus record sound quality yeah you could tell they paid and went out of their way to make it sound really good which is just I don't know if more Cleveland bands did this. It's the number know? one. I say this to my clients. It is the number one investment you will ever make as a musician. Period. Good studio product. If you don't have that, everything else it doesn't matter. I don't. I don't care how good you are live. If you yeah. don't have a good record, forget it. So, great job, guys. Um, reminds me a lot the way I was when I was listening and, and trying to find like parallels. Reminds me of a really good mix between like Fallout Boy and All American Rejects. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm sure. I hope that's a compliment. I I mean those those bands are selling. I I don't know what All American Rejects is doing anymore, but Fallout Boy selling millions and millions and millions of records or streams or however it is. So, um, they just I don't know what they're marketing or anything. What that's like. I would say just dude, you got the sound. Yeah. Nail the marketing. Right. Yeah. I think uh, everything so. else is easy from there. Yeah. So I don't know how old this record is or new it is or whatever, but it's, you know, yeah, we started off pretty good here. Fun fact about Fallout Boy, by the way, did you know that Pete Wentz was in a grindcore band before he joined Fallout Boy? No. So it's like the complete other end of the spec, the rock spectrum. So I was like, that's kind of dope, you know? I don't know. It's just a weird thing. But, uh, Leave it to Ryan and his weird facts. Ah, my weird facts. What do you think I do? Like, okay, when it's night and I'm really, in, I really don't know. Quarantine. I really don't know if like, I want to know. <laughs> no, it's just like okay, you can just go down the Wikipedia <laughs> rabbit hole, you know. Jesus. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, great job, guys. You got a A from Ian, A minus from me. I just, it's not like I, I'm just trying not to give very many A's because A means like super duper perfect, but. A minus is awesome. So, uh, let's go with our next one. This is Black M, and the song is called "Dance for Me." Me? All right, I guess I'm going first. Um, so here's here's how I feel about this. Uh, I, I first of all, reggaeton is, as we said in the Rachel Cruz episode, that is my summer genre of choice. I'm a huge reggaeton fan. Love some Don Omar, <laughs> Vincent Yanez, all those guys. Anyways, um, there's a couple of things in this track that could use some tweaking, but some are are and aren't out of your control. Number one. The beat is just not it's not giving me a whole lot. The 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 bass kicks are just kind of like muffled. Everything's just They kind of flap. Yeah. You know what I mean? They they should be more punchy. Yeah. Yeah. With maybe a, a more d- dynamic controlled sub. Yes. Underneath that. It's very like it just leaves a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. And when you when you listen to reggaeton, it's a, it should be something where it's an immediate dance beat. Like immediately High energy, even if it's a uh, well, lower tempo. I think the tempo. beat pattern's fine. Oh, the I pattern's think, great. I think what it is is the samples themselves they yeah. chose to use. Ex- exactly. Um, and and the processing, you know, that they used to get there. Even it that just, little saw they have in the background is kind of just... It sounds very... like a Fisher-Price saw, <laughs> but like when it got to that last bit that we heard and it perked up, it sounded great. So if the... If they could find a way to filter it better, like use a more wider sound, because it just sounded yeah. really. And you just touched plastic-y. on it. I think that last part with the different vocalist, mm. um, 
I think he that that's that's where vocals can actually overcome a beat and keep things on track. I think that the second vocalist we heard at the end of that is is very good. Not that the first vocalist isn't, but there's a heavy heavy dose of auto tune, and it's okay to use auto tune in reggaeton. It's actually recommended in a lot of ways, but this is almost like like extremely heavy use. I, I would say yeah, you, you can hear the notes changing like super heavy, and when right. you can hear the notes changing more than you can hear what you're saying. Right. You know what I mean? That's when you probably should dial back the amount of correction and um, I don't know what... And I'm not saying you can't sing, but generally the guys who are extremely successful in this genre can sing and they use auto-tune still just a little bit because it amplifies their talent and it it, it just meshes really well with the beats and stuff. Um, So... If you can sing, if you're a very good singer and you're just kind of like using too much auto-tune for the sake of using it, dial it back because I think with your voice and just a, a, maybe a 50% kind of auto-tune type of deal, you, you really will have a better uh, overall product. So like I said, some things you can control, some things you can't control. I I don't I don't know if you produce the beat or not, um, but I would definitely say listen to to a lot of like big reggaeton and try to find beats or emulate beats that are similar to that, that are very high energy, but very, like, punchy, you know, very... It almost didn't even sound like the kicks were in key. Yeah, that that could have been a part of, part of it, for sure. Yeah, because, like, I know a lot of people, when they put together electronically produced tracks, they just throw random kicks in there, you know, mm-hmm. like sample packs are labeled kick one, kick two, kick And you three. can do mono, monotone well, kicks, but it doesn't need, have the same... You need to either A, get sample packs where all the drums come in tune and they tell you what key they are, right. or you need to run them through something like Melodyne mm-hmm. and figure out the key of what you're using improperly. To I actually them. hear this a lot. It's good we're touching on this early, but I, whether it's hip-hop, or reggaeton, or, or pop music, a lot of... Not a lot, but a lot of underground artists make the mistake of not following the key of the beat. And then the song yeah. that could have been like fire is kind of just like it's almost yeah. there. You know what I mean? And and I think yeah. I think that's just something that's overlooked. You know, there might be some that's contributing to this overall. Because um, like I said, the pattern's good. It's just either something with the samples, mm-hmm. whether it's out of key or something, right? Or um, there's not the proper samples because you can have something in key and there's not the right there's not the right samples, right? But uh, I think they switch up the samples. You switch up, dial back some of that auto tune, mm-hmm. um, and get those and kicks. Make those get those synths, kicks to punch. Make those synths sound wider. Yep, and almost you know, push them up, them a, push them, push them to the front a little more. They're really far back there. Yeah, I think I think you would have a good track mm-hmm. um, to kind of get to a solution. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I'm gonna personally say C plus. And the plus, it's very close to a B minus. I think if some of these things are remedied, you go from a C plus to 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 a B plus very quickly. Yeah, and if you um, want to get to an A, you know, really work on the sound design. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's what's really lacking. Um, isn't the overall track, but the majority of it is the sound design, and then working on. Uh, like first voc- vocalists work on you know some of your patterns and right. with the auto tune you know fun fact uh, since Brian usually has facts I'm gonna come out with fun fact all right <laughs> T Pain is actually a very very great oh, singer he's so good and t- in order to really properly use auto tune you have to be a great singer because auto tune is not really meant to correct yep. vocals 
it can be used that way, but really something like Melodyne should be used to correct the vocals. It's the input of the vocal into the program already being in key and basically manipulating it like how you would yeah. a keyboard. That is what auto-tune is. And 99% of people use it wrong. Mm-hmm. They think it's just a substitute for not having a good singing and voice. And that's and the not. difference. When you go into a major studio and you pay somebody big money, that's what they're doing. They're throwing your vocals in Melodyne, which basically makes all your um, vocals in tune, and mm-hmm. then they shoot it through auto-tune yep. to give it that effect. Right. It's an effector, not a fixer. Yes. That's the best way I could describe it. Every yeah. Every artist... Maybe with like an exception of of five to ten in that that I listen to for sure. But every artist, whether you're in a band or you're a rapper or you're a pop star, you're you're gonna be used. Melodyne's gonna be used on your vocals regardless. Yeah. I don't care how good you sing in key. It's just something to it's, make it sound smoother and the transitions to sound smoother. Um, so don't like think that we're like saying you to use things that that other artists don't use. No. It's something everybody uses. It's an industry standard program. Right. If you don't know it. Look it up. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and actually, it's fun. I'll, I'll bring it back to you, Ian, in regards to relative, because, you know, T-Pain's kind of, like, older. But a lot of these emo rap guys are using auto-tune, but they're actually good singers. Like, even, like, a little peep was... was Yeah. Um, Like I said, it's industry standard. Mm-hmm. Even in pop, all these pop artists you hear in the radio, oh they, God, yeah. they have auto-tune on... But it's very, very minimal because what it does is it gives you an effect of seeming. Um, you're never flat. More synthetic. You're never and you're never flat. You, the one thing vocalists more, struggle more with more than anything. There's two things that I've noticed. One is when you change your pitch, especially if you're going from a soprano to an alto, you, you're going to be changing a lot of. Uh, it, uh, inflections in your in your throat, so there's there's a lot of margin of error of becoming flat, and then also sustaining. So like when you're holding out a note for a long period of time, you tend to quiver. It's just human nature; it doesn't matter who you are, and that's why we see we see videos of this in in the past. Um, but like a pop star who sounds amazing on a record, but then you watch him for like Dick Clark New Year's Rock and Eve or whatever, and it's like, ooh, that doesn't sound very good, and maybe. And it's not, you know, they could have just have a bad day, but maybe they maybe use too much stuff in the studio and then live they well, can't the, the Another problem is, too, and what a lot of people don't know, is auto-tune can work in real time, mm-hmm. but Melodyne can't. Correct. So, yeah, you're going to have a, a much different sound <laughs> and when, live. And when you can't hit notes live and are using auto-tune, it makes it sound worse. Yep. Absolutely. Than it would. Normally, if you just were not to use anything at all, it actually makes it sound worse. Yeah. Which I think is what a case of what we got going on here. So, But yeah, you, you've got a, you've got a lot of room to improve, but you have a lot of things that are there. Yeah. So don't don't give up. Just Art is always growing, man. I learn yeah. something new every day. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Same. All right. Uh, up next, we have a band called Breed of Burden. The song is called My Life, My Hell. Talk to me, talk to me. What do I talk to me, talk to me. 
So this one I'm going to be blunt, but it's not all bad. So listen, the first thing that, and this might not be out, this might not be in your control again, is wherever you recorded the vocals or where you're, whatever studio you're at, they're pushed one. They're pushed way too much in the front. They need to be more in the mix. And number two. There's there's no use of Melodyne in this, it sounds. It doesn't sound like there's any autotone. It just sounds very raw, maybe some reverb it at best. It almost sounds like they recorded it through a uh, string can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't which, have any kind of polish to it. Which, how much of um, like the industrial genre do you listen to? Not like how how many times you go to Thursday's Lounge, like when Mario Niemer's playing? Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I really don't. Well, okay, fun fact. I really am big in the industrial genre, which okay. I'd probably throw this into. Um, you know, like KMFDM is a good example. Yeah, okay. Is is Rammstein in, in there? Mm, yeah. Manson used to be. Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. I like Nine Inch yeah. Nails. They well, are. I'm talking like really like a, the more obscure shit, like Ministry. Uh, MSI? Yeah. Okay. Um, I listened to. I used to listen to an uh, industrial metal group, and this was like true industrial metal called Cyclone 9. These guys were yeah. like, uh, yeah. yeah, very, yeah. Uh, what, what is the word? The uh, cyberpunk look. Yeah. They had that going on. Well, this so. this kind of, I think, is what they're trying to shoot for. Interesting. Um, I think it was if going. If I had to guess. I think it was going for more of like a Megadeth Metallica thing. You know, a lot of these, yeah. And the, the, yeah, the, the, I the, don't know. I don't really, do this is going to sound weird, but <laughs> I don't really listen to Metallica or Megadeth that much or anything. Boo this man! I was always more of the underground, listen to all the, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I, and I've, I've grappled with this lately. I've looked at, at heavy music, from, from and we're going to a rabbit hole, but I've looked at heavy music from more of an anthropological Jesus. standpoint. I pulled an E in there. I can't even talk. Um, anthropological. <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> and it seems like there's a lot of heavy older music and that is such a different demographic from a listener base than the newer heavy music. And I've always grown up as someone who likes just, I don't care who, how old it is or how new it is. I like it. So that's why I do like Metallica. I will say I'm not much of a Megadeth fan, but that's really not much of a Dave Mustaine fan because he's just again he has these really weird vocals that are like yeah just like you know anyway yeah go ahead we're not here to talk about you that's right we're here to talk about uh what's the band uh, breed of burden that's what we're here to talk about yeah so that's my thoughts. <laughs> I, I think the instrumentals are, are, are really good. They could, again, use some polishing, but I, I, yeah. I can see what you're going for. I think this is mainly a, a studio product, but I also yeah. think this is just tightening some things up, both instrumentally and definitely vocally. Musically. And figuring out where you want to, what direction you want to go. Again, these are minute clips, so we're going off of these minute clips. Maybe listening to a whole song, we would have a completely different opinion. Uh, I feel uh, opinion, like people would send us their best tracks, but... And they have, you know what I mean? um, but I, I think, you know, just we can't listen to full songs for everybody at the yeah. time. This would be a five hour episode. So um, listen to what we know. That's my takeaways from it. I think it's it's I think you have the concept. I think you know where you want to go. I just think there's a lot. I would love to hear this in, say, a Central 8 studio. Shout out, Danny. I would love to hear something like that where it's in a yeah, studio. Because that's, it's, a, it's a lot of whatever it's chalked up to. It's chalked up to a lot of processing problems this is a lot of um room to be very good and i don't even know i mean the mix has its flaws obviously 
but everything else is pretty solid. The overall master is all right for what it is, and because when you have a bad mix, the master is going to be what it is. Um, but I don't think the overall quality is bad. It's figuring out how to get the vocals to sit where they should and doing something more where it doesn't sound like you're doing it with a fucking um, karaoke microphone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they recorded it, I don't know what kind of microphone they recorded on, but if they recorded on a nice, nice studio condenser microphone or something... Right. I think you'd have a lot different product. Yeah, I, I, would, um, I would say I really, same. really, really, truly do think that. And if it wasn't, the vocal wasn't as linear and pushed to the front. It doesn't even sound, I mean. It doesn't even it, sound in Like there's, there's backups right. or, or harmonizations yeah. at all, and that's really important. It's overlooked because we take those things for granted, but that's also very right. important, especially so, in the genre. I'd say figure that out. You'd have a lot better product. You, It's there. It just needs that work so yeah i agree i'm gonna give it a c yeah let's see you know yeah so same thing yeah all right just cool. because you know i think any, these are things as a musician and you got a band of five people someone should have said something we don't know that it could be one guy doing uh, everything uh, we don't damn, know that right it's 2020 there is a lot i guess i did just pre- <laughs> i just did different. make a bunch of shit on my own yeah ma- there is a there are a lot show. of one-man bands these days yeah. which is totally fine too i i, I uh Retract that statement, but still. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we get you it. You came that far, finished the product. Right, for sure. All right, uh, up next is Chief Bali, and the song is called Parachutes. Trying to play the role like it don't phase me My love on blast like you just took off the safety I know it's love but what I did thinks you hate me I let you down girl now I just pray I land safely Cause You can be my best kept secret now We're floating flying high above the clouds Grab a parachute let's hop on out Let's float on down and fall in love till we hit the ground Yeah yeah Yeah, I'm a big fan. I like this kind of style. Yeah, this is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sitting here, sitting here, even trying to think of any type of uh, criticism I can get. Really, the only thing I can kind of come up with is um, I think some of the drum patterns you could have done some fills in some places mm-hmm. to kind of spice it up. Whoever a bit produced more. it, right? Yeah, to make it more interesting on 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 drum the drum side. Um, but I mean, that's even, that's like up to discretion. That's not even, I mean, that's just something personally yeah. that I would do. Absolutely. It doesn't mean it's good. It doesn't mean it's bad. No, it's it just, as, that's, you know, that's a that small, small do, thing. Yeah. I, I think it, this, that's even me reaching, you know what I mean? This reminds me of a lot of things. Um, the number one thing it reminds me of is like a Kid Cudi, especially on the, that second album. Yeah. I, I love that style. Just, uh, really smooth and and not slow tempo wise but slow in regards to your feelings you get when you Mm -hmm. listen um a good use of auto-tune a nice balanced use in the hooks yeah uh, and then you you can obviously rap in the verses um which is great 
this is the same kind of beat I would expect to hear like John Legend on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It reminds yeah. me a lot of that. Yeah. Um, I wonder, and you know, some of these things, I wonder, what do we know about this artist? Do we know anything? Do you know anything? Uh, yes, he's uh, worked with me in the past. That's all I will say. Okay. Yeah. Is he is he like bigger? Like what? Is he? Uh, he's yeah. He's got a decent following. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah. I mean, he, he, the product kind of shows that. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, yeah, he's kind of has his ducks in a row, good head on his shoulders type of thing. So, um, he's yeah, it's very good. It's it's again with with this kind of track, this isn't this isn't going to be a single, but it's it's just very good overall. You know. Yeah, so. I mean, I don't have any type of qualms. You know, so awesome. I think uh, as as the American Idol of Cleveland judge here, <laughs> I think this is pretty damn good. All right, all right, Paula. Um, <laughs> no, I'll say the same thing, man. It's it's an A for me. Yeah. It's a what do they say in America? It's a yes for me. Yeah. Here's your Dude, here's honestly, your uh, yeah. golden ticket or whatever. It's all around um, really good. Yeah. Um, I'd like to hear the rest of the track to see if there were any types of things that I was just talking mm-hmm. about in there. You know awesome. what I mean, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Very good. All right. Easy enough. Uh, up next is. I'm going to let you take this one only because this is a current client of mine. This is Fetty Stacks with Story, Story to, to tell. tell. Yeah, boy. It was a young school girl. She was sexy as hell. Uh-huh. On a student last year. She was headed to Yale. Uh-huh. Book smart, real smart. Had A's as 12. Okay. Heads on straight, so it wasn't nothing to tell. Uh-huh. At a graduation party, she was dancing with Ron. Uh-huh. Till a fight broke out, a dude pulled out a gun. He uh-huh. shot two times, he missed her. Hit her head in the throat. Okay. Soul flying in the air with the shells and the uh-huh. smoke. Never known that she would die by the hands of a gun. Uh-huh. Dude stepped back like, damn, what the hell have I done? Uh-huh. Always remember, life's not promised tomorrow. Uh-huh. R.I.P., now your life is gone. Uh-huh. Damn. Listen up, I got a story to tell. Uh-huh. Listen up, I got a story to tell. Uh-huh. Listen up, I got a story to tell. Uh-huh. Listen up, I got a... Getting money was his goal in life okay. Never hustled through the day Only grind at night Damn. Fast money, fast cars Had two baby mothers Boy knew how to grind He was killing the others okay. So head wrong like candy So coke bottles like ices In the summertime Alright man Take Yo This is uh pretty good And I actually I'm trying to figure out I think I think this guy works with um, Cinematics because I've heard this song somewhere else before. Okay. I think he does music videos with Keith Delarosa, but well, he's not local. He isn't. No, no, none of my clients are local. Oh well, then yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a lot of stuff that comes from around here, and it sounds like I, I don't know. Sure, Keith goes everywhere. But anyway, um, this is really good. My problem with it is this: it's not got enough low end mix, like okay. at all. It sounds. Um, you know, everything like 10K above Mm -hmm. is very prominent. Anything under that kind of isn't. Uh, I think the snares sound good, but the kick could definitely use something. I don't even know if there was any sub bass in that at all. And I want to be clear before we continue is that we're listening on some pretty solid monitors. Yeah. These are studio monitors. Yeah. We're not listening through my phone. Right. Um, but it sounds like I'm listening to it through my phone a little i think there's a little more depth than that Nah, i i i hear what you're saying yeah um well there's there's more depth um definitely i think everything else if you just added some sub bass 
and then um, did something with your low-end mix, I think it'd be really good. Also, some of the, I think, I don't remember if it was strings or some type of synth came in, um, and it kind of masked the vocals mm -hmm. once he got into the hook, mm -hmm. and um, I think that that needs to be pulled back. Other than that, dude, I really like this. I love the old-school type flows. I'm a big fan of the lyrics. Yeah, I'm big fan of the lyrics. Um, I really, 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 truly do think that this is very good. I think if you fix the mix, um, I think your product would be infinitely better, mm -hmm. and I would not fix anything else other than that. I really wouldn't. So what's your letter grade? I'm going to give it a B. All right. I'm going to withhold because this is a current client of mine, so obviously I want to remain impartial. But uh, Ian gives Fetty Stacks a B. Yeah. Up next, we have Hausers with Fong Mai. So for me, this is uh, like if Bono was the vocalist <laughs> of MGMT. Yeah. You know, which is not bad at all. It's very chill, relaxed. Um, personally, I think there could be a lot more harmonies in the vocals. Um, they seem just kind of empty in certain spots. I uh, love the, the instrumental a lot. It's just, uh, it's very, very alt-rock, indie, indie kind of yeah. vibes. Um, so this is this is one where I'm gonna say I wish I could hear the whole song because I think there's a lot of dynamics to be at play that we obviously aren't be able to hear in this podcast. But I do I do like it overall. Yeah, you know? I would say the same thing. I really like this type of music, um, a lot. Mm. So yeah, it's yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. good. Yeah. Um, this is kind of the style of music I would listen to at the end of the night in college uh, when I'm completely wasted and I'm ready to go back to the dorm. <laughs> this is like closing time kind of kind of kind of music for me. Uh actually uh MGMT's Electric Feel was my anthem for All right, time to call tonight. <laughs> so, uh yeah, I don't even I don't even know like situations today that i would listen to it i just it's not something that that i would go out of my way to hear right now but um surface level as a review i i enjoy it yeah yeah i've never even seen a band like this live so i'm not even sure what kind of what kind of uh yeah, environment think, that is. i don't think i ever have either i've always wanted to but mm -hmm. uh i just never have it's one of those things you could catch it like uh oh, what's the california one uh not Lollapalooza, but uh one Rage was going to play this year. Uh, I don't know. Fuck. I don't remember either. But yeah, it's one of those multi-genre rock festivals mm. that has everything in it. Um, so yeah, I, I don't really have much else to say. It's it's a good it's a good studio product. Again, just harmonize your vocals more, please. 
because um, they did sound empty, especially when you went into that break before the drums kicked back in. I was like, all right, here's the harmonization. It's not here. So um, I'm going to give it a B. Yeah, same. Okay. All righty. What do we got now? Up next is this. I think this is the one, Ian. I was saying to Ian off mic that somebody emailed us, um, and you were the referral. Jewel Big Green, Is that does that sound familiar to you? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think of what I know it from. All right, well, here, let's play it, and then we can uh, talk about it. This is Jewel Big Green with Dancing in the Moonlight. Get your hands high, baby We got nothing to lose, so let loose Put your mind in cruise, so let's move Ooh, just hold my hands high Like, ooh, dancing in the moonlight We sing like, ooh, just hold my hands high Ooh, dancing in the moonlight Get down, woman, get down, get down, get Impressive, so good. Like, like ready for ninety six five or Bro. whatever pop station top forty contemporary. I like the fact that they meshed a lot of styles together really well. Like, there's disco in there, there's jazz, there's there's a I'm lot of really even cool sure stuff. if it's they. I think he, I think it's just one yeah. guy. Um, it just sounds. Yeah. I say they because there's so much instrumental in the beat. Yeah. So you're like, oh, there's probably a band. Which no. which is really. Even more impressive. Yeah. Uh, he was, 2017, he was awarded the Akron High Arts Festival Music Jury Award for his album, All Things. Uh, All Things, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I like this a lot. <laughs> Again, very John Legendy vibes in the vocals, which is like, this. I wouldn't yeah. expect to say John Legend twice on a podcast, uh, but hey, this is awesome. I w- this is almost like a, one of those beats. The beat alone is like one of these things I'd hear Bruno Mars on. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's very good. I, I don't have a whole, I don't have anything negative to say about it. Yeah. I don't, I don't have any type of, um, comments other than I was very, very, this is very ready. impressed. Um, this is ready for whatever. I don't know how whatever. David, I, David, uh, Huber recommended this guy, I guess, to us. Um, I work with David. So uh, I don't, I kind of vaguely remember the conversation, mm-hmm. him saying something. He's like, oh, well, I'll let you, you know, I'm yeah, no, because yeah. I got this guy. He's really good. Yeah. I was not expecting this at all. This is fucking And great. I was like, you know, f- for Akron, and actually I looked up the Facebook page and I see. Does he have a lot of likes? He doesn't really have a lot of big following. Mm. Um, so I guess, you know, Beyond the music, mm-hmm. if I were to give any type of criticism here, it would be to invest in promotion. Promotion, mm-hmm. because it's so often we hear people with such great music that don't get the recognition they deserve this to get. Has spend the extra money yeah. on promotion. Spend the extra money 
to get your shit out there. This is what I do for a living. This has sync licensing written all over it. Yeah. There are so many movies, commercials, etc. out there ready to take this track. Not uh, pay you a non-exclusive deal. I I mean, dude. That's just If you need help, let me know. If if you're yeah. listening to this and you need, need some extra help, let me know. My my services are non-exclusive. I know your manager hit us up. So don't think you can't work with him and work with me at the same time, but bro, like there's a lot of opportunity out there for you. Just waiting. So if you're if you're ready for yeah. it, if that's what you want to do, it's disappointing yeah. when we hear something this good, and then you're like, you want to go see something more about the artist, and you're like, oh, they only got a two thousand, you know, something follower yeah. on Facebook, dude. I mean, you literally could have two hundred, you know, twenty thousand. I'm gonna look at easily. the Spotify uh, monthly listeners because that seems to be the the telltale these days of of how successful a, a, a musician is relative to right. to the times. So if I type in Jewel. Big, goddamn, Jewel Big Green. Oh, here he is. Uh, 117 monthly listeners. Yeah. For context, my band that is not that big has over 5,000. So, dude, you could be go. there. You let's literally, could literally this, could be there, man. We I, can do this. We haven't heard. I haven't heard something this good, this impressive in a in a hot minute. Mm-hmm. And really. if you're listening to this and you're not Jewel Big Green, if you're the ar- other artist, just use this. Not this specifically. You don't have to sound exactly like him, especially if you're in a completely different genre. But use this type of quality product as inspiration and motivation to get to yeah. this point. Because I, I'm gonna give it an A. I'm not gonna yeah. even A plus, man. It. Yeah, A plus. And and and, and, it, and just goes to show too that if you, when you do have a product this big, do not stop. Don't sleep. Learn how yeah. to learn how to promote. Mm-hmm. Learn how to market. Figure out who you need to talk to yep. and spend the money because it's gonna. It takes money to make money. Yep. But the potential once you get there musically, it is there. Yep. This is, you have the so. weapon now. It's just time to charge. Yep. So, yep. You know. All right. Uh, great job, Jewel Big Green. Up next is Lil Ty with Pressure. That beat, bitch, I won't guap, I ran it up, I count a lot These niggas out, they cap a lot, they talk, but they just down and drop Yo, bitch, she give out head a lot, can't wipe that bitch, yo, bitch, I thought I count so much, it's adding up and granted I can't see no drop, they hate so much, ain't in my way I smoke so much, no time to waste, they do this, but they ain't get paid Yo, point to me, yo, shit away, I'm counting up, that's every day Your money chasing everywhere, you try me, take your life away Don't risk your life for that, okay, been down the clutch, been down the spray I got my name, shout out my ace, I ran it up, all kinds of ways Been trapping, rapping, work, no nothing, I'm just in my bag, I'm dashing, keep that tool inside, I'm savage Started off with nothing, trapping, need it more, I stuck to rapping In the stew, nobody capping, roll on dope, I keep on ashing When they drop that beat, I'm spazzing, take off like a rocket blasting Cut that bitch off, she dramatic, always in my inbox capping Hell can't leave your ass in traffic, this shit bitch is automatic Always in my bag, on pay, money routine every way Can't knock me, throw your life away, you dumb as hell, you ain't get paid You on your ass, that's everything Ian, this is your expertise Um... So, when you, okay, I'm trying to think of how to word this. Okay. Um, you want me to go first? The, the beat is All good, right. and and uh, contrary to the couple ones we had before, the low end is tight. Um, I'm not a fan of the piano stuff going on, but I never really liked that in rap tracks, okay. and that's just my personal preference, so I'm not really right. going to comment on that. Um, my problem is the tag in the track i can't tell if you bought it and i had assumed you're talking about that way you said little tie on the on the track is that what it says that's what it said so that's not tag that's 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 just a dub. okay yeah, yeah okay my bad yeah little tie so, on the track yeah, yeah it's it's definitely 
well, this even reiterates what I was going to say, because it sounds, you know, I get the SoundCloud rapper thing, but it sounds, um, sounds very almost like, like, on your, like you're doing it on your phone. But it also sounds 2012, very like uh, Lex Luger. Yeah. Does that make sense? And Waka I think it could be good if it could be modernized without doing the tags. Exactly. Let the tags be, you know, people are going to know who you're going to know. Don't let the tags do that. I only heard one. There's two at There's least. Two? Okay. There's two at least in that span of a minute. So I would say uh, my biggest criticism is change up the rhythm. Your 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 vocal yeah. flow was the exact same the entire time. Well, so, the rhythm in the instrumental too could even be as simple as cutting out that piano. But you could also go. You could you could you could gent up the the you don't know what I'm talking about probably but you could you could mess no I'm talking about him you could mess with the the rhythm of of your vocal so you're just not doing the same exact pattern for every single bar you you really want to give listeners a reason to stay in tuned the vocals definitely sounded separated from the track though too yeah I could hear that kind of bothersome that's what I meant about my phone comment is when you download a beat on the internet. And then you go to rap over it. People just do that. We're making an assumption. Of, I don't know if that's what he did, but that's what it sounds like. Okay, to me. So, right. um, on the producing standpoint, if you could find a way to tie the vocals and mix them in better at the track, mm-hmm. I think that would also help a lot. Yep. Um, overall, it's not like it's not bad. Don't get me wrong. I've definitely heard a lot, a lot worse rappers and tracks. I think the biggest things. Pattern variety and inflection. You know, yeah. you can you can pull back a little bit, be a little softer, and then go hard. You know, you could do a lot of things with your voice instead of instead of just you like know, a r- speaking the lyrics. Kinda, yeah. Right. Really, really try to try to be creative when you're writing a song. You're not writing a lyrics and copy pasting on a beat. And I see a lot of rappers do that. You're writing lyrics and then take those lyrics and each bar be a little creative. You don't have to be like super intensely creative where everything's just a, a jumble. But but really try to uh, uh, make it so, again, the whole point, especially in hip-hop, is to keep the listener's attention. And if you can't do that, then then that's that's a big issue. So yep. um, variety, that is my bottom line. That's my thesis for this one. You got to have something to set you apart from everybody else, yeah. man. Especially in the rap game, dude. Where longevity I mean, is so, so short. There's, right. Longevity is short, so you got to figure out something. And it's got to be, i.e., changing the patterns... Just simple mixing better to have a better product mm-hmm. overall. Um, it can go a long way. Yep, you know absolutely. I mean? That's what's going to set you apart from local rappers and major hip-hop artists. Is 100%. Your mixing quality, especially. Yep. So. All right, I'm going to give it a B-. minus. Yeah, I'm going to give it a B-. minus. I don't think it's okay. a C. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think there's a lot there. I think there's just yeah, little things. Yeah, it's just little things, yep. man. A couple little things. That's all it takes. So, awesome. Uh, where are we at now? Let's go to, this is a band, Malavora. Please excuse my pronunciation if that's wrong, but Malavora with the song Deceiver.
So I'm glad we got a uh, post-grunge is, yeah. is the genre. I'm glad we got a post-grunge song on here. That's a genre I've kind of get, been getting back into lately. Um, thank you to the late, great Chester Bennington. He was in a post-grunge band called Grey Days, and I've been listening to a lot of their stuff. It's so, like, I don't know. It's really, it's like, it's like hard rock chilled, but really cool. So, yeah, uh, Malavora, I like this. Um, I love the lyrics of what I heard. It tells, like, a really cool story. Um, and the mix is great, too. Um, mm. You don't think so. No, not at all. Okay, so I, I yeah, I want to hear this because I, I really okay. I think the, I think the vocal chain is fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. I think the vocals are great. Um, I think where they're singing the mix is okay. But my main problem is the drums, the recording of the drums are out of control. Like, what I mean by the overheads, especially are very it's it's like it sounds like the input's hot okay in not a good way um sounds like it's hot in a digital way i don't know how to explain it like if you get it you get it hot and analog is good hot and digital is bad because it sounds distorted and it doesn't quite process the signal properly um and it definitely like the symbols could have used a major eq i think it was very tinny and sharp i could hear that um, and I really, really think, personally for me, I hate tinny and sharp sounding things like sure. that. It's just a personal thing, especially as like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would EQ them. I think that would help a lot, and I'd pull them back a lot. Okay. The drums, and I'd re-record them. I don't know. It's, it almost sounds like they're even recorded in a garage. They're a garage band? <laughs> well, no, the drums. Everything I'm just else is okay. Dad joke out. I yeah. think. Shut up, man. <laughs> I, I think the guitars could be a bit fuller sounding too. I again. agree with that as well. Um, the the mix quality is, isn't bad. Okay, it's a great it's a great demo. That's what I would say. It's a really really good demo. Okay. Um, I love the vocals, and I, maybe that's why I couldn't hear it because is, I was focused on the vocals. A yeah, lot. the vocal chain is brilliant. The vo- the vocals were done very very well. Mm-hmm. I would not really change much about them. Right. Um, but the drums, which is one of the hardest things to obviously record. Absolutely. And if the guitars could sound a bit fuller. Yeah. The guitars even could have went hotter and then the, the drums could have been less hot. I don't know how to. Sure. I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, other than that, man, I give that a, a really, really solid, um, almost you know what? I almost like I'm in a, between a B and a B plus, man. What like, are you gonna do? Like, you got you, know, you can't man. waver, man. You just gotta do Dude, it. I don't even. What what were you gonna give it? I'm gonna give it a B plus. Uh, all right, I'll give it a B plus. Uh, we don't have to. We've been the same on every grade so far. But uh, okay, that's fair. Um, I don't know, man. I just symbol mixes drive me personally insane. I'm not gonna right. lie, and I think a lot of, a lot of people, especially like if you listen to a car on your phone, especially on your phone, <clears throat> that is all you will sure. hear is symbols. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I I, I like I, I I like the band. I would love, love to hear some more of them as well. Yeah, I love to so. I love to hear them somewhere like live. I think it's yeah. a very good live band to hear. I agree. Personally, post grunge usually is fun live. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Next up, we have Menino with Legba Dub.
Dude, I'm actually a really, 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 really big fan of dub. Yeah. This is not dubstep for those that think this no. is dubstep. This is no, no, straight no, no, dub. no, 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 no. Um, okay. I guess this is kind of my forte. Yeah, I'm letting, um, you, I'm letting you go first. You have the floor. I think that sub bass could have definitely been... You could have added some Reese-type bass in there. I was thinking the same thing. Um, because it's definitely really subby, which is what you want, but you almost want to layer that stuff, and I think that's what makes dub so good, is it's the sub-bass is... The, especially in this track, needs to be more gritty. Mm-hmm. The stabs were also kind of random. I think that they were good, but there wasn't enough layers to make the track overall like sound full. Does that make sense? Kind of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you could do that even by, I think, honestly, even adding the, the simpler, another re-space on top, that sub-bass, right. and then maybe adding some extra pads way in the background to I love that space, little that good. little that little stab though that bump yeah it's bump. good but it it needs it sounds like it's almost too dry and it's hmm. too forward and prominent in the mix okay just a tiny bit Let's i push think, it back a little bit i think if it was pushed back a little bit almost maybe lo-fi it i don't know i mean i you could do some stuff some 1k trouble yeah yeah yeah, I think it just needed a little bit more effect to kind of, and I think that's what um, kind of made it sound out of place for me sonically. Because dub is very, very sonic. Uh, it's supposed to be really a lot of sound design, very sonically pleasing, lots of effects and crazy things going on all over the background. This was kind of plain in that aspect. I think it's very good, mm-hmm. but if you spent more, <clears throat> a couple more hours working on the sound design, making the track sound more full, doing more with that sub bass, I wouldn't touch the drums or anything, except for maybe a tiny bit more reverb on the hi-hats, but, um, and shelf the reverb too. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree completely. Um, I like this shit. Yeah, this it's very from, industrial is this guy from sounding. Akron or something? Yes. Um very industrial sounding. Do, I, do to me. I know him? You might. Jake is his first name. Jake um, Menino. Jake Menino. Yeah. That sounds so familiar. Jake Menino. Jake Menino. Um This has got to be part of um Jacob Bennett's group and Cody Purdue's group, I'd imagine. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good question. I don't really know. I, I, he's, he's on my Facebook. I don't really yeah. know too much, but uh, dude, I know I like this shit honestly. And um, if you are from Akron, dude, you should hit me up. We'll have to make some because, because yeah. I, I think even that, send some plates to spin. Yeah, I yeah. think I think this is really good, dude. I think that if you spend a couple more hours just working on the sound design, make it sound more full, I think you're gonna have a really good track. Um, because it's there, it just needs. Those other things and right. dub is such a, I mean, especially around here, it's such a rare. It's extremely job. rare. It's rare in rare. general, but like, well, it's hard to figure out how to make it. You know what I mean? Because it's right. so rare. There's not like, I mean, dubstep. You could find a million tutorials on. You could make dubstep or house in a couple days, but doing something like dub where it takes a lot more sound design yeah. and um, it's a lot more intricate to make and just experimentation. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I I agree. You should that. also check out if you uh, if he listens to this, Break Tweaker from Isotope would be great on this. I know stuff. nothing about that. Yeah, Break Tweaker. All right, yep. cool. That sounds like VST, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. And uh, Portal Two from Output. 
this is that's the type of things that'll really give this an extra dimension that that we're talking about. Cool. What are you giving it? I give it a I give it a solid B plus because it's dub. I think it's right there. Yeah. Add an A. You know what I mean? I give it an A minus. Uh, just one to, for the sake of being different for a change, and two, I, I I don't know as much as Ian about this, but that is also a blessing and a curse because I can kind of listen to it without dissecting it as much, and I just. I, I don't know. This is the kind of thing where, like, when I'm at a rave, which has been a long time, but when I'm at a rave, I, uh, especially opening or closing, either one. This is one of my favorite genres yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So. All right. Up next, we've got uh, Penny and One Way Nick with, of course, we had to have one, the song called COVID. It's like a scary movie and they about to start looting. Do you have your mask? Do you have your gloves? Strip from your identity and treat it like a thug. God forbid you sneeze, put a target on your head. Refuse the vaccine, you'll probably wind up dead. Walking through this ghost town, non-essentials closed down. Windows boarded up across the street, another dope house. COVID just a scapegoat, this news full of shit. Puppets on payroll, I guess we all sick, right? Fabricated stories out the devil's laboratory. They want you in your house, locked down, it's mandatory Them bills piling up to our necks, we can't afford them They planned it all step by step, new world order Fabricated stories out the devil's laboratory They want you in your house, locked down, it's mandatory Them bills piling up to our necks, we can't afford them They planned it all step by step, new world order Watching out my window, my neighbor getting repo Crazy what his humans do for a couple of scenes Yo, this is actually really good I'm going to give a disclaimer before we start. Uh-huh. Uh, just the All Things Music podcast does not promote or condone uh, any kind of COVID conspiracy that this is this is uh, fake, fraudulent, uh, or a scam made by any third party or government agency. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it's very real. Uh, we can have our opinions on how real, but it's definitely real. So I just want to give that, that disclaimer so people don't think we're promoting any kind of uh, different kind of agenda there. With that said, go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so I this is really good. Um, something I would change, though, and this is about the only thing I would change, is during the, um, would it be, the, was that the hook? It sounded like the, it was hard to tell. It sounded like the, the beginning part, was the, the hook. The part where they had the lower octave. I did not like that it, at all. It was. I don't know how you felt it's, about well, that. Well, it's what, it, yeah. Um, that's all right to use. Very but sparingly. It needs, but it needs to be, and I mean, it really needs to be way in the background. Mm-hmm. That's how that needs to be used. Because it ends up sounding sloppy and muddy if it's if, pushed If forward. you take that, push it way in the background, you can keep it. Just push it like negative 30 decibels, negative 25 <laughs> decibels. It will give the extra layer. It's meant to kind of trick the brain. Yep. Um, but it's not meant to be used as far forward as you're using it. Right. Um, other than that, it's pretty damn solid. Yeah, I agree. I, so. I Again, lyrics aside, which I think the lyrics are written... Especially if, if this is if this is not your actual beliefs, and again, we, we don't have to have the debate or anything, but the lyrics are written beautifully. It tells a really good story. Um, your 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 rhymes and your flows uh, were on point. Yeah. Uh, beat was very good. 
Uh, even what I what I, I did see the album art for this. It's like George Washington on a dollar bill with a mask on. I was like, this is this is pretty lit. So yeah. overall, you got a great product. Um, I'm gonna give it a B plus. Um, I'm gonna give it an A minus. Right. You change that tw- minus twelve octave thing, vocal thing. Um, you'll have an A. Sweet. All right. Up next, we have, and we're nearing the finish line here. We've got one, two, three, four left. So up next, we have Reese Bones, and I'm going to leave this one to you. This is a former client of mine, so I'm going to leave this one to you. But this is Reese Bones with the song Changes. Shit, wicked in these mean streets. None of my friends speak. We all trying to win. But ever since, oh nine, the bond seemed to dwindle thin. Family grew and bloomed from the boys to men. There's the best more being poor and staying pure. Sin poor since we in the bottom, of course. The static and noise like a short in the ox cord. Road work ahead, looking for a detour. We in the same damn city, bustle for in the mix. Beanie seeking hope. Is it ignorant shit? See a friend in this damn. When the last we didn't kick, last time. I ain't seen you since the profile pic Real shit, we used to be cool Mob through the halls, get blunted after school Know it's all love, and we still cool Cause real friends embrace all the change you go through Take it away So one of two things needs to happen here Either the whole track needs to be lo-fi Or your vocals need to not be lo-fi um, The reason is, is because the way that it is now the vocals seem way pulled back, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is what you were going for, but it ends up making it not as prominent when the vocal should be at the forefront, most prominent thing. Especially, especially when that girl in the background is singing and it's not yeah. that's not lo-fi. Yeah. Especially given the genre, you know, hip hop vocals need to be up front, forward, the most heard thing. If you want to do like a four bar. Maybe even an eight bar lo-fi, like to give it a give it a dynamic. That's cool. Yeah, but, yeah. And, and even that sometimes. I mean, you got to use the low. The, if you're trying to do the lo-fi effect with vocals, you need to use it very, very, very sparingly. Um, but I think it would sound great as a lo-fi track. I also think it would sound great if it wasn't. You just need to make the decision and and dedicate to that. Um, I get what you were trying to do. A hundred percent. I mean, I've experimented. I've done the same thing before. Mm-hmm. The exact same thing. But the conclusion is the vocals will never sound good like that. Right. Because there's no way, even if you boosted it up way in volume, it's not going to sound right. You have to make the dedication that go for that sound or don't go for that sound. And if this, is, this song's on an EP or album, you need to either have the whole album lo-fi or EP lo-fi, or not. I mean... From a conceptual standpoint. Right. So, um... Because, you know, I mean, it's... You gotta make a decision. As yep. an artist, what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I think all the content's really good. I think the instrumental's really good. Sounds really well-balanced. I think the production's really well-balanced. Um, it's just making that decision of what you want to do as an artist, whether you're gonna make lo-fi music or straight-up hip-hop. Yep. Um, and I think honestly, it would be good either way. And honestly, like if I were to give my recommendation, my you know, and this is just my personal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not any type of criticism or advice. Go ahead. Um, 
I would say go lo-fi, man. I think you got the voice for it. I think the instrumentals on a really cool lo-fi type, and not a lot of people do that. Yeah, it's very, very, um, very a lot. Yeah, a lot of people do hip-hop. Not a lot of people do lo-fi, and not a lot of people do lo-fi hip-hop. hip-hop. Yeah, hybrid So it if up. you're looking for a way to be unique, uh, I definitely think you're great. I definitely think this is really good musicianship. You're just, just making that decision, man. So what's the letter grade? Uh, I'm going to give it a really, really solid B. Okay. You know what I mean? Make that decision, dedicate, you'll have an A, and then you'll have really good product. Awesome. Good job, Reese. Uh, up next is Reclaim, and that's R-E-Q-L-A-I-M, with the song Activate. Danger. Weapons Activated. Uh, I'll go first. Um, drum and bass. I love drum and bass. I like the Reese bass that's added there at the beginning. Is this drum and bass though? What uh, is this like, uh, dude? I forget my subgenres. Is this like uh, uh, I don't know what new this... disco? I don't know. It could be new Honestly, disco. Honestly, I don't know what it's, it is. It, it's similar. Um, anyways, I I like I like some of the the bass patterns you use, but I gotta tell you, man, that thing that's in there. Just get rid of it. Scrap it. Scrap it completely. It's you know, reimagine the track if you need to, but that that's not add add something else that's not so like one not so repetitive and two, just a little bit push back because as a listener, all I end up hearing is burp, 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 burp. I'm not even listening to anything else. Um, the Reese bass again at the beginning at the end of the track is great. There's that little dial tone type of type of bass you use in the middle that <clears throat> is okay in certain situations. Think about adding an ARP. I think an ARP would go really well in this. Um, even some stabs. I, it's got good bones, but it's got it's got a lot of reimagining to do. Um. So I'd imagine if this track is like this, the other tracks are like this that this person would have produced. But there's a lot of compression, mm-hmm. and not the right kind of compression. I noticed when we were playing, um, you were really paying attention to the waveform. Yeah. The, I can't tell if there's even any sidechain compression, and if there is, there needs to be a hell of a lot more. Uh, it, it's very much, there's, um, it hits and that I'm ceiling. Not, I'm not talking about length. Um, I'm talking about just overall ducking. Um, a method, one of my trade secrets, is... The Live 8 compressor is really good, but mm-hmm. you can use any Ableton compressor or Fruit Loops, whatever the fuck you're using. Um, the attack ratio should be as close as to being infinitely low as you can possibly be. Right. Um, super quick attack. 
put the release at point like one five, okay? And then the ducking decibel should be around negative thirty. If you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> please watch a YouTube video. Um, Cymatics has really good ones. Um, there's lots of people out there. It's a lot of compression yeah. tutorials. Um, also, in the build, there's there was lots of drums. The, um, those could have been dyed back and and um, cleaned up a lot. Yes, they were very prominent, and there was no there was the so one thing I've always used with builds is a lot of 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 um, uplifters, especially. Well, like, that's what I was gonna say. Use yeah. lots of risers, mm -hmm. um, and impacts. Yep, impact effects are absolutely great for builds and transitions. Please yeah. use them. Absolutely. And have a rest, like a half measure rest, before you go back into what's supposed to be the drop. Um, On a positive note, I yeah. did like that that girl's voice that she was like, danger. Yeah. Whatever. I like that. That was cool. Yeah. You know, um, well, there's different ways you do that. It's up to, you know, discretion. Right. But um, that's personally how I write. I'll say... I'll say, if you listen to this, feel free to send me a message. I'll send you some informative topics that would really help improve you quickly. Ian Illyrian on Facebook, I-A-N-A-L... Yeah. Fuck. And that goes, that, goes for, that goes for anybody. I, I'll, I'll even send you personal videos and give you personal tips, uh, you know, free of charges, like help people. Yeah. But, uh, That's what we're here for. No, I like it, man. I think it's you're definitely an inspiring producer. I love this. Um, I love the subgenre. Honestly, from if I'm not talking about your music, but in general, I I, I want to say it's new disco. I really do because I produce something similar to well, someone. Well, that, but that's another thing is, you're especially in, you know electronic music. If we're sitting here trying to decide what genre you're trying to make, <laughs> true. You true. know what I mean? Yeah, true. It's a little bit too ambiguous for. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a C. Okay, I'm gonna um, say C plus. You know, like I said. Watch watch some sidechain videos. Don't compress. Um, definitely use multi-band compression if you got it. If not, get X to go to Extra Records, download OTT, start using it. Um, I think it'll really make you sound a lot better. For sure. And uh, don't try to multi-layer bass elements like you did. When you get that womp, 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 if you're going to use that, you know, uh, low cut the fuck out of it. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you can't have two conflicting. Um, you could types end up of getting uh, Ian's favorite word, latency. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got a glass, and you can only fill your glass so much. Yeah, so. for sure. All right, up next is one that I've been excited about all day. This is a uh, friend of the podcast, uh, Nick Nocturnal, who I interviewed at NAM 2020 in Los Angeles, and this is his gent. This is his gent group. Um, he sent it to us. Yes, he did. Actually, this song, I, I got it as a pre-release. His song, uh, this came out today, June 18th. Uh, so it's my pleasure to introduce the band Termina with the song The Abyss.
I'm so biased with this, so go ahead. Dude, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's an A++. Yep. That's an A+. Yeah, I love it. I mean, what do you it's, know? It's, it's, so, for those who don't know, Nick Nocturnal is on YouTube, N-I-K Nocturnal. Uh, he is a guitar aficionado. Uh, I met up with him at NAMM. He even has his own signature kind of stuff. He's an Ernie Ball sponsored uh, musician. Um, extremely good guitarist in the genres of progressive metal, gent, metalcore, deathcore, etc. He's um, he's known for, and if, if you want to go back and listen to it, it, is the Finn McKinsey and Nick Nocturnal episode. You could definitely go back and listen to it on any platform. Um, but uh, he he is known for doing these covers. So like if a band comes out with a song, he'll do a full YouTube cover, extreme quality in less than 24 hours. It's like intense where the rest of us are taking days to figure out what the hell that band played. So uh, he's extremely talented. And obviously that shows up in his in his project here, Termina. Uh, he's not singing. I do not know the name of his vocalist, um, but he's also quite good. I think his highs were nice. His transitions were good. Dynamics were good. Uh, the mix was great. I think there's a couple instances where I wouldn't add a scream where there was a scream with like with a hook in the vocals like at the beginning. It's hard to to articulate that, but overall I have n- nothing bad to say about it. It's a jam. It's fucking awesome. So Hell yeah, brother. Yep. Awesome job, Nick, man. I I I I knew what to expect but didn't know what to expect and you you uh, blew he it out delivered. of the water. Again. So, absolutely. All right. One more. This is the M3 with the song Girl Song. Spectacular, so me make this one for ya. This is talking to ladies in particular, you're my babies. You're the reason why locally anybody look at me. Then my galleys book can make no girl song is so crazy. Apart from addies, like nobody do no song for you lately. This is talking to ladies in particular, you're my babies. You're the reason why locally anybody look at me. Then my galleys book can make no girl song is so crazy. Apart from addies, like nobody do no song for you lately. Uh. When last somebody did tell you send me love you Just to the way how you are gone, girl When last somebody did tell you say I love you That me a top up on the song, uh. When last somebody did tell you send me love you Just to the way how you are gone, girl When last somebody did tell you say I love you That me a top up on the song this is just a girl song, baby But me not call it regular cause you're never regular Yeah, this is just a girl song, baby and you. Positives first, I really like the beat Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly I don't think the vocals are awful But I think there needs to be a hell of a lot less Yeah and I mean, like a lot, like that. The talent's whole, there, but just well, the whole middle section, they you could have just left like it, let it be the instrumental, mm-hmm. um, and then that last bit, the end, where it also cut and then went back to kind of have no drums. Um, you could have let you could have rest there. I see this happen too. This is another you know thing that I mean? underground hip hop artists sometimes don't do is let the track speak. Sometimes, yeah, I think it would be really good. If you learned that less is more, um, mm-hmm. I think this is a mistake I made for a long time. I know every local artist has made this before, yep. And I really, truly do think that this is a transitioning factor from being a local artist to being a bigger, more prominent um, artist. Is that when you learn less is more and have that change of thought? 
it makes you so much of a better musician, mm-hmm. and that's what sets you apart from your peers. You don't want things to be too busy. Yeah, that's yeah. what sets you apart from your peers. Every local rapper or artist I know always feels like they need to be unique and speak a lot. Yep. And this is a direct reflection of that. Um, sometimes you got to let the track speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. And finding that right let balance. The art speak. And the way I the way I would say to do that or to find that right balance is listen to some of your favorite big artists because they do that very frequently, and then yes. try to adopt their techniques. And that's what I'm talking about. And that's what sets the big artists apart from their peers exactly. is letting knowing when to let the track speak and let it be. You know, it music is art, man. It's a painting, and if you throw too much paint in one area, let alone all over the whole ass thing. Mm-hmm. You're just drowning the canvas. 100%. Sometimes even leaving the white on the canvas and letting, you know, it's the whole thing speak for itself. Um, That's art. So I really think this has a lot of potential. I think it can be really good. Um, I'm giving it a B minus. Yeah, I'm going to give it a B minus too. Just because, um, you know, like I said, learning to do less is more is very important. Everything else, the track, I think the vocal processing could also use a little bit more work. Right. Um, but that comes with time. You know yeah. what I mean? And some harmonization here and there. But the thing that I would fix immediately is just chop it out of middle, um, quit repeating lines so much because it yep. almost looks like you're finding something to say to fill space. Let the space fill itself. You I know agree. What I, mean? I agree. So... All right, well, that wraps up our reviews. Not so fast, actually. I've got one track here, and it, and this is more uh, not a review. This oh, is a no. reaction, okay? Uh, oh, a couple no. weeks ago, we did our top 10 best metal breakdowns uh, episode. And while I feel my list was still accurate, one week later, a band by the name of Slaughter to Prevail came out with a song that would have been my number one pick and might have been your number one pick and it's been it has taken YouTube reactions and all these people by storm it has gone viral it's got something like 5 million views now on the music video which is fucking amazing um, so Ian I just want you to react to this breakdown and how excellent it is this is the band from Russia Slaughter to Prevail with Demolisher H. If I had to imagine Insane. what Russian gents or like not death a, that's straight what up deathcore Russian deathcore sounded like, yeah, 
This definitely um, exceeds my expectations. I'm gonna send you the music video if you're listening. And even well, you know how much fan, I love Russian music too. Yes, I so do. So this is like kind of cool. Yeah, um, they're a big band now. They actually all wear masks and shit. Not like Slipknotty. They're all the mm-hmm. same. But um, I'll send you the music video. And if you're listening to this and you're not a fan of this type of music, still please watch the music video because there's nothing that'll hype you up more. It is like the song itself is fucking lit, and then when you watch the video. It's you, you, you're you just taken to a place that's a lot of fun. So yeah, I wanted to play that for you. That would have been my number one pick because just just it's just that empty China. But then like they add those, you hear the the bells and stuff. Yeah, it's like, oh, I like dude. the glass breaking too. That, yeah, that was a really cool. Yeah, that's cool. I've been using the glass breaking effect in my own music a lot lately too. Okay. It's kind of background shit. So yeah. I thought that was pretty cool because not a lot of people do that. No, they don't. They used to. Chimera actually has it in the song The Flame. Yeah, but I'm saying it's very <laughs> rare. No, it's, it's super rare. Very rare. Yeah. So, so anyway. I, I wanted to play that for you, but... Uh, and as always... Oh, is that what we're doing? <laughs> we just cut into it as, as always. <laughs> I wanted to say, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, facebook.com slash allthingsmusicpodcast. Twitter is at atmusicpodcast. Uh, subscribe. Rate five stars, like, do everything you can do to support us because we love doing this for you. We want to keep doing it for you, especially during this pandemic when we're just all craving some musical content. So uh, we've got some guests lined up in July for you. So we're going to take a week off here, and then we're going to get back rolling to it. Yes, sir. Now you can take us out if you'd like. What What do we say? <laughs> and as always, we're out. <laughs> and as always, we're out.